Welcome to another episode of More Than Beauty with Daniel Mason Jones. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a topic that might make a lot of people uncomfortable. However, I believe that when you step on the other side of this topic, your world can change. Um, The topic that I'm going to be talking about, I did not want to speak about alone. My friend actually triggered this. So I'm going to welcome to this episode, my friend, Roger LaVisca. Welcome, Roger. Hello, sir. How are you? I am so happy right now that I was able to snag you away from your busy life and bring you onto this podcast. Can't imagine anywhere else I'd rather be right now. I appreciate your time. Appreciate the offer. Thank you. I I know how busy you are, all that you do. And I also know that Monday nights, you're known for something very important. In fact, tonight was your uh, 101 recording that you do a live. So let's talk a little bit about that. You're, You're a pretty inspiring person. I appreciate that. I, I really don't know how it all got started. Um, I see Michael Cole kind of doing his thing. And I thought I want to take it more on not necessarily a spiritual scale, but as a self-worth scale. Yep. And I talk about everyday different things that like self-discipline was last month, last week. And it was my hundredth episode. I had some big old Mar- Malar balloons behind me and <laughs> I've lost 40 pounds in eight weeks. Uh, it was total self, total self-discipline. Um, and I didn't starve myself to death. It was all just self-discipline. And those are the kind of things, real life things that we deal with every day and being a part of this industry for almost 18 years and then being married to a hairdresser of almost 25. It's, I live it every day when I come home too. Yeah. So I want to help make a difference is really why I do it. So I've seen your discipline and work. I know what you stand for and what you're about. You're definitely somebody that stands out. You know, there have been so many times, you may not even know this, there have been so many times I was on stage speaking and I would look out across the room and see your face. And there are those moments in in classes where you might be nervous or you might lose focus or you get uncomfortable. um, And you find that one person that grounds you and that would be you. And I can (laughs) tell you where you would sit every single time. It was always my, my right or stage left. um, So thank you for that. But, you know, your discipline in business is incredible. So now to see that you have pushed yourself to lose 40 pounds in eight weeks, that's pretty amazing, too. (laughs) It's it's, it's been a good journey. And uh, the self-discipline part, I threw it out in the universe, if you will. And like I said, I believe in the good Lord. And I believe that had a lot to do with it, too. But I went over a million dollars in sales about three weeks ago, and it's never been down in my territory. And I still have another rest of December to go. So it's been a really, and I I hate to even say it, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm bragging, but it's been a really crazy year for a lot of us. And I'm in the Georgia market. So we were literally shut down for about three weeks. And then another three weeks of really slow build back up. And it was, it's been chaotic. And but to say that it's been one of the best years, I hate to even I hate to even say that out loud. Don't hate to um, say that. No, I, I know. And it's <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of sacrifice and self-discipline with work, too, and vulnerability. I mean, this whole year is about being vulnerable. Isn't it? <laughs> exactly. And that's yeah. going to be the, the theme of this whole podcast is vulnerability. Yeah. Look, I, I can't believe I can believe that you were able to go over the million dollar mark. But to be able to do that this year, you know, I own a business. I, I buy from someone like you and, you know, my orders are still large, but they're not as large as they were. So I am incredibly impressed by you. And I know your humble spirit, your humility, you're definitely not one to brag, but I'm proud of what you're doing. And I think it's amazing. You know, we all were called to greatness. None of us were born to this earth to be mediocre. And the fact that you're walking in that calling, I think is really a beautiful thing. And 
you know, that's something you shouldn't be ashamed of. I think that's so great because you inspire what people may not know about you is yes, your title might be a sales consultant, but what people don't know is all of the extra work you put in behind it. You're, you're constantly doing lives to empower people. You're in schools empowering the students. So there's much more to your sales position than what people might know. There is. And it's, it's, I'm, I put myself in vulnerable situations a lot. And I, I, one of the big statements I say to myself, I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable yes. because nothing good, nothing good comes from comfort zones. And I learned that a long time ago. And when, when, when we're at the meetings and we're at shows and things and you're there, I always make sure that I'm right in the front row. And there's not many times that if I have less than five pages, 10 pages of notes, there's a problem. Um, there's not many times. I still remember the first time I met you, you had me squalling. I was about 12 rows back and I was crying. And then five minutes later, I was belly laughing, couldn't catch my breath. And I went, I am in love with this beautiful human being. I said, he's got such a way of presenting himself. So I'm, I'm humbled that uh, you've asked me here, here tonight. Thank hey, you. I just know, I have a feeling that there could be a part two to this particular podcast just because it's going to be powerful. So let's jump into vulnerability and I kind of want to hear your take on it. I certainly have my opinions around it. And it's something that, you know, we've all heard a lot more of. And it's become a little bit more popular than what it was in the past. You know, I think it would be fair to say in the past that people might have viewed being vulnerable as being weak, right? Sure, absolutely. And that's, uh, I was, uh, been trying to read. And it's hard for me to read books here at the house because I feel like I'm taking time away. And I'm in my car a lot. And I do about 35,000 miles a year. So for me to put in an audio book, and listen to a Dave Ramsey or a Zig Ziglar or just something to get fed. And I got this new one from Brené Brown. And one of the biggest things she said was, it's not a weakness. It's one of your greatest strengths is vulnerability. It's transparency. Mm -hmm. And those are a lot of aha moments and all that, that I've been listening to about that. So that was kind of a key moment for me to talk about vulnerability and it just, it's good timing. I think it's amazing. And you know, it's so funny. I do believe in, like divine being uh, guided divinely, you know, when, when people show up, there's a right time, a right moment. And today I actually recorded a podcast with somebody earlier and it actually didn't save after we went through the whole recording, it didn't save. And okay. I was like, wow. And I was like, I'm not, I always do my podcast on Mondays. And I was like, I'm not going to bed unless I have a podcast. And I was like, I need Roger. So the fact that you were, you were able to just kind of drop everything is just amazing. So being vulnerable um, it, it's such a powerful thing. You know my story. I've never told it here on my podcast. I, sure. I when, when I will, it may be a long time. I don't know. But this podcast is about sharing other people's journey and their vulnerability and where they are. But here's what I know. In my own personal quest for, for seeking happiness, the more vulnerable, and I didn't even know what that word was at the time, the more vulnerable I became, the more I let my walls down to let people in. Here's what I can tell you, Roger. I started, I started having real friendships. I started having true connections to other people. Whereas before, I had never let people know who Daniel Mason Jones really was. All, all I would let them know was I was a guy that did hair that was successful. And that was all they could know about me. So um, I want to hear a lot of your thoughts on vulnerability, where you are, some of the things that you might have seen and people grow through this. Well, one of the things that Brené Brown, that you, I'm kind of piggybacking on what you just said was she talked about a square squad. And what that is, is it's this little tiny piece of paper that she keeps in her wallet, in her pocketbook. And it's all of the people that show her gratitude that she, their, their opinion matters to them. 
So I would, for me, I would put Daniel Mason Jones, Chris Fryer, Sam Kane. I have a list of like 12 people that I would put on this list that their opinion of me actually means something. So when I do the lives, when I go to beauty schools, Daniel, and it, I always just tell them, say, you can think I'm full of it, or you can think I know what I'm talking about. Either way, you're right. I don't care what you think of me because I know who I am. I know who made me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't care what you think of me. My job is to change what you think of you. Mm. And when I say that, I just, it, it empowers them to go, wow. Cause there's always an, there's people in a room, let's say 40 students, there's three or four that are playing on their phones and they're not ready. Yeah. And that's the vulnerability of me staring at them, trying to get that into their head that I'm here to help you mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially. I can help change your life. And if you see my Facebook live, I keep a little box of miracle Girl over my shoulder. And every, I, had six people, I had six people <laughs> ask me this week, why is that there? Is that a significance thing? And I'm like, if you take two plants and you plant them and I pour miracle Girl on one and not the other, which one's going to grow beautiful faster? Mm-hmm. I see you as this giant 55 gallon drum of miracle Grow constantly. And I've asked you at least a dozen times, how do you stay so grounded? And I, I, it's, it's amazing to me that you deposit so much. And I just, and your answer to me was just, you know, you find the center to know that that's why I do this is because of this higher power that comes to me that I'm supposed to be helping other people to be successful. That's and right. I view that miracle grow as me getting you to that place faster because it's so much easier to have that accountability to help kind of nudge you in the right direction rather than feeling lost all the time. When you tell me what you want mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, I can help you in a matter of minutes rather than me trying to guess what it is you want. That's so. powerful. That's so powerful. And it's true. You know, all of us, I, I feel in my soul, I feel that the people that wander this earth that are always with just, you know, there's anxiety, medical conditions, and then there's anxiety, environmental. Um, I think the people that are really affected by environmental stresses, environmental anxiety, it's because they're not focused on serving other people. Mm. You know, when we, when we step out of ourselves and step into the light to other people to help them to do what we're called to do, we find happy. We find happy. And, you know, I, I challenge everyone listening right now. If you know somebody that is always unhappy, just do an evaluate, like an inventory. Ask yourself, are they serving themselves? Are they focused on self? Are they focused on others? And you're going to see a very common thread there. Um, so vulnerability, what does that word mean to you? Well, I, I love definitions. So this is the definition version because I don't personally think I could have said it any better. Right. When one of the questions that Brené Brown says, as a child, vulnerability is, I thought vulnerability is. So I've been literally asking a lot of my guests, what does vulnerability mean to you? And they say weakness or opening my walls or being transparent. And I wanted to find... I'll have to find the, the one answer that I really like the most, but the definition says openness to attack or hurt, especially physically or in other ways, susceptibility, willingness to show emotion or to allow one's weaknesses to be seen or known weaknesses to risk being hurt or attacked. Mm. And I thought I had to get to a point when those people that spoke 
poorly of me. Their opinion didn't matter except for those people on that square note that mean the, that mean everything to me because the criticism they're going to give me, they're in my arena. I think it's a Teddy Roosevelt thing, the man in the arena. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in my arena, Brené Brown says, getting your AWS kicked, <laughs> your opinion means nothing to me because you're not willing to put yourself in a vulnerable spot. You're giving me responses from the cheap seats instead of getting your butt kicked in the arena. And that was big for me because these people, my accountability people are getting their butt kicked like I am every day and their blood, sweat and tears and trying to grind and to be more successful and depositing into others and being that light that we're supposed to be because there's so much darkness in the world. That is so true. It's I'm laughing. We are so supposed to be here. One of the last sentences of the webinar that I closed out today was I talked about the people that sit in the seats, the ones that boo. You can only boo from the stands, but if you're on the field playing, (laughs) it makes it really hard. So typically the people that have the boo out there are the people that are only projecting what they can't do. They're They're not on the field with us. So I agree with you in learning you know, I think it comes with age or maybe wisdom, or I'm not sure <laughs> what happens over time. But, you know, for me, when I hit the magical uh, spot in my life where I didn't really care anymore, people thought of, you know, where I lived or what I wore or how I behaved or, you know, I didn't care anymore sure. because those people, to your point, if they're not around us, if, you know, if they're not paying our bills or living in our home, it just doesn't matter as long as we are being kind. Yes. You yes. Know, now, I do believe if we behave in a manner that that provokes people to talk about us in a bad way, you know, if, if we're doing bad things and that might be something different, but being a genuinely good person and people saying bad things, it's going to happen. It, it doesn't matter who you are. So we have to step on the other side and it's projection. It's, it's their own insecurities are projecting on people. Well, and to kind of piggyback on that is one of the things that I try to teach my students in the beauty schools when I'm speaking to them is the labels that you put on me do not dictate who I am. Mm. So if, you know, someone's, and I I just, I'll tell them, you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too ugly, you're too this, you're too that. What boy have you been listening to speaking to you that way that says it's okay to let those labels be okay you're going to rip those labels off and then you're going to show vulnerability because you're going to have marks all over you and i'm just thinking that their opinions of me mean nothing except for the people on that little square note if you will my my accountability people their opinion of me was what really matters and nobody else so to our listeners right now i I want to say to you if you if you're not understanding what roger's saying like you have a piece of paper that essentially has 10, 12 names on it. And those are the only people that really even their, their opinion of you even matters at all. I think that is so incredibly freeing and powerful. Now, do you think that it's healthy to be vulnerable? I know your answer, but I want to hear it. <laughs> I was like, that's a silly question. A hundred percent. I, I mean, even to the people who are going to criticize me, I, yeah. I, I'm vulnerable every Monday night for 101 episodes, every single Monday night, religiously, I've not missed one. I have been in Denver. I have been in Chicago at sales meetings. Um, I think only three times. And one, I did a, fa- I did a Facebook live at a friend's house and we were talking about squad goals and having the right squad in your, basically your, your box of influence. Yeah. And I did one in her living room and Susan was my, my wife was my camera person. And it was, those are the only times, I mean, but I make myself vulnerable every single night. I don't look at who likes it. I don't look at who shares it. I don't, 
it's not that I don't care. I just, I want people to project it out there because I know what I'm trying to do is trying to make a difference. That's true for you. Make myself vulnerable. Yeah. And I'm in that arena and it's okay to criticize. Go ahead. Exactly. You know, I think uh, personally, I feel the same way that you do. I think being vulnerable is actually a very powerful thing. It's a mindset. And when I decided to open up and share, you know, who I really was as a person and going through all of that time, that time period in my life, everybody did away with me. I had nobody left. And so as I started to be who I was and started to not really put up any, any fake anymore, um, I attracted so many incredible people. And one of the most amazing things happened to me. I will never forget this. I was 30. No, that's not true. It wasn't 30. I think I was 35 years old. I was 35 years old. I was in New York city. I was flying home from teaching a class. It was a Tuesday morning it was my birthday and I was sitting there in the airport having breakfast by myself and on Facebook, you know, you get all these notifications from all these wonderful people sending you nice messages. And as I was reading them, I looked across the, the span of people. Now you have to understand, and I, I know, you know, but where I grew up, there was really only one type of people that I was around and um, we, we did everything the same. And that was the community that I was raised in. And we dressed the same. We, we worshiped the same. Everything was the same. And so as I was sitting there at breakfast that morning, I was getting wishes from people of every faith, of every walk of life, from so That's many awesome. nationalities. And I thought to myself at 35, I was like, wow, I've done it. I've done it. I've been able to cross every boundary of everything that I never thought that I would be able to, you know, to be friends, to be invited to all these Mm. parties and celebrations. It was a really amazing moment for me. So being vulnerable allows you to get into spaces that you would have never been in before. And, you know, I guess I never, I never looked at it like that is because I have all races and nationalities and religions and people that I'm friends with is I, I never look at it like I'm, I'm called to show you love and grace, no matter who you are and what you are. Yeah. And I'm here to, I'm here to love you and we can be friends. We, we have differences of opinions, no matter what, and that's okay. It doesn't mean I'm not supposed to love you. Yeah. We're supposed to think differently. We're, we're, not, we're not robots. We're not all made the same. We're all from different backgrounds. And one of my ladies the other day, I, I just I absolutely just love her. She's a black lady I'm really good friends with. And I said, I didn't ask to be white and you didn't ask to be black. I was asked to love you. Yeah, no matter and what. That's, and, and that's really where it comes down to is just there's so much diversity and hate. I'm being vulnerable and just loving people because it's just so awkward now for people to actually be that way with other people. And it, I don't get it. I, I we just need to love each other. If media has torn us apart, you know, I, I um, it's, it's a scary thing. As much as I love social media, I don't watch the news at all. That's not my thing. <laughs> I, do, I do love social media, but I see people and I see the hurt um, from all different walks and from every side of everything. And, and being somebody that has been, and still continues to be pushed away by a lot of people just because of who I am um, sure. in my truth. I, I often wonder, I'm like, what if I had stayed in the closet and said that I was this other person, would I be treated differently? Or would I still be ridiculed because now I would be living a lie and they'd be like, well, his mannerism seems like he's a little funny or, or whatever it might be. Sure. People are always gonna ridicule and, you know, again, being vulnerable and just loving people. Listen, the human spirit is one. That's it. I don't care how you dissect it. The human spirit is one. We all have basic needs of love, sure. 
sustenance, food, and water. And that's that's the main thing. So I, I love that you're saying this. Can I read something to you from Brene Brown? Funny Absolutely. that you Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So vulnerability isn't good or bad. It's not what we call a dark emotion, nor is it always light, positive experience. Vulnerability is the core of all emotion and feelings. To feel is to be vulnerable. To believe vulnerability is a weakness is to believe that feeling is a weakness. To foreclose on our emotional life out of a fear that cost us will be too high to walk away from the very thing that gives purpose and meaning to living. Vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper, more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. Wow. <laughs> That's a mic drop moment, isn't it? I mean, you just walk off stage after that. I mean, what do you... She's so powerful. Yeah. How do you follow that up? <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. That's the path that we have to take if we want yeah. to be happy. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to read this to you real quick. I, I was, the questions I've, I found it in my notes and it's the question I've been asking a lot of students or just random people. And, I'm, and the question that she asked was, I grew up believing vulnerability is, and the answers I've gotten is weakness, mm -hmm. scary, open or walls down or honesty. And then my good buddy, Chris, I'm really good friends with, he said, without vulnerability, you're lying to the other person. Mm. And I was like, wow, dude, that's deep. And I went, what do you mean by that? I said, he said, lying such a hard word. He said, if I'm not vulnerable to you as my accountability partner, and you're not vulnerable to me as yours, you're not lying, but you're not being truthful. Yeah. He said, lying is such a hard word. And I said, well, that's kind of lying to you. I'm not, if I'm not 100% transparent with you as my accountability person, yeah. I'm pretty much telling you stories. Yeah. And that just, that was, it, it was funny that he said that, but everyone else that's not in the same mindset, and I don't mean that to make it sound like I'm something Do special, no. but the mindset thing is huge for people. And when you tweak this, I tell people that when I'm helping them and coaching them, when you tweak your mindset and you start making the right choices and your choices and mindset are in line, this 10,000 pound weight falls off of you. And you said it a minute ago, your circle got really small. Yes. And, and all of this was static because mm -hmm. all of this is what's important. And that's that square, if you will, that square note. Those yeah. are my people inside of this that mean the world to me and their that's opinion crazy. of me. I can be vulnerable with them and I can be transparent and honest because that is what matters. And they're going to make me a better person. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, it's funny that we, we won't talk about that, but the day uh, there was a day that I sent you a group text and you may or may not have known some of the people that were in that group text, but I, that's how I feel about you all. Your people that we all share a similar belief in a similar mindset. And so you know, with the world, everything that was happening in that moment that I sent that to you um, and those other amazing people, I was like, I just want you to know that you're loved, that you're important. And uh, then the song that I thought was so appropriate in that very moment for all of us. So it's, it's nice to have those people in our circle. It's our circle of influence. It's our circle of love and life. And um, 
So thanks for being that person to me and so many people. I, I've never met one person. If I say your name, um, the, mid, the minute I say Roger LaVisca, like, oh my God, I love him. <laughs> so um, what a great place. Thank you. What a great place to be. You know, and even as I teach in my branding classes, I say to people, I'm like, you know, your smile, you could say your smile is your logo. You can say all of these things. I talked about that today. And I was like, you can say that, but your real brand is what people say about you when you're not around. Yes. What, the, what the majority of people say about you when you're not around. So that, that is your brand. So being vulnerable, what advice would you give someone that just has tons of walls built around them right now in this moment? Wow. Um, I see a lot of hurt, Daniel. I see a lot of hurt because past relationships or they've been vulnerable and they're not... Oh my gosh. My wife got me this. That's so funny. It says, trust your purpose. And I just looked at it. And the first word in that is trust. Mm -hmm. Oh, Cause I was thinking, I don't really have an answer for that. Daniel, and I looked up and it said, trust. Yeah. And she finds these little things at the dollar tree or something. And she said, <laughs> I just saw this and thought of you. It says, trust your purpose. And as corny as it was, it was a dollar, but the million dollar word on there is trust. Trust. And there, you have to be willing to, light shines through the broken pieces better, I guess. I mean, we're all broken in a way. Absolutely. Um, I choose to make myself vulnerable, but I choose to do it with my circle. Yeah. So you got to be kind of cautious of who you're vulnerable with, because if you're vulnerable with the ones that are going to hurt you, they're going to constantly keep hurting you is the way I see it. It's so true. they know that I'm a safe place. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a young lady today who said, Roger, I should have been honest with you before. Oh my gosh, I forgot I had this conversation. She said, I have a problem with alcohol and I didn't tell you. And I'm about to lose my husband and my three kids. And I was like, where did this come from? She said, I don't know, but I feel like I have to tell you because I'm coming from a place where I know you're not going to judge me. And I went, oh my God, we all sin. We all do things we shouldn't. And that's, you know, my mindset. And I, I just, it's not my, it's my place to love you and show you grace. Yeah. How vulnerable did she make herself at that moment by telling me that stuff? She never said those things. I've been helping her for two years. And you might be the one person that could help save her life. If she's in a situation like that, you know, being, being a beacon of light for people oh. in, in their darkness, that's a powerful moment that they shared their truth. You know, that she felt comfortable enough to share that truth. That's amazing. Talk about transparency. You know, I mean, the vulnerability yeah, and very just vulnerable. opening up and just saying, this is me and this is me in the raw. How do I, I went, Angel, you got to fix it. I said, I can't make you stop mm -hmm. you. And the ones that have children, I, I can play the kid card, if you will, and go, what would happen if someone came and took your children and you don't get to see them anymore? Is it worth that bottle? They're like, or, no. Or and I went, if you were killed in a car accident or it's the yeah. choice. It's all a choice. Everything we do every day is a choice. We're given 1,440 minutes every day. What are you going to do with it every day? Yeah, you're right. And you're, you're choosing. She said, I, I said, what are you doing right now? She said, I'm driving around. And I said, okay, I'm going to pick my son up in about 30 minutes. I drove by three gas stations that I wanted to stop. And I had you on the phone with me. And I was like, oh my God, don't hang up until you get to where you're going. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I've totally forgotten that conversation. So talk about vulnerability. And I, I'm not in those every day. But to know that I hope I made a difference, I really and truthfully believe in my soul, I made a difference today and told her, I'm going to be very honest with you. And I hope you don't think I'm saying things to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. And I was very raw. 
And I just told her, I said, you have a choice of either losing your children and your husband leaving or not. He gave you an ultimatum. To yeah. me, it's a no brainer. Yeah. So you, that would be rock bottom for me. You know, losing your, your closest people, that would be heart wrenching. Battling people that battle addiction is such a, a terrible, terrible thing. I am very thankful that I, I come from a, a family of addiction and I'm so thankful. Me too. I might be work addicted, but uh, <laughs> you and me both, sir. But, you, and me uh, both. <laughs> you know, overall, it, it's not harming my body necessarily and it's not harming other people. I try to use that time as you do to pour positivity into other people. Sure. So, in closing, vulnerability and being who you are, um, right now, what would you like to leave to this audience of, of people that are listening in on on vulnerability? What would you tell anybody that that might be in a in a space where they need to let down their walls? What would you say? You know, and I, I put myself out there a lot, and I'm on the road a lot. Where I, I say, reach out to me. Um, I got. I guess I don't want to open up Pandora's box there either, but. <laughs> it, it's all it's always nice to have that voice and when you text me this afternoon and I thought how appropriate is that for you to ask me and I'm humbled and flattered that you would even consider me and the vulnerability of putting myself into a situation like this where I look up to you as a mentor to put make myself extremely vulnerable right now to think I'll go back and watch this five times and critique myself. You know what I mean? And because I always say we're our own worst enemies. Absolutely. I, I, I would honestly tell the folks that are vulnerable that I, and I'm vulnerable every day, but to have your circle really small, yeah. you have to be very cautious of who you give ammunition to, if you will, because ammunition can hurt you. And to be very, transparent and raw with the right people and the ones that will always uplift you and believe in you, but what at the same time will tell you your fault and yeah. you're at fault. And you have to take that into consideration. It's hard for a spouse because, you know, with my wife and we talk about things, it's easier for her to see or hear from someone else. No right. different than it is for me to hear something different than it is from her. Absolutely. Um, so an, an, an intimate loved one or significant other, it's hard to hear that kind of raw feedback. So you need someone tight in that circle that will be 100% raw and transparent with you and take it with a grain of salt. Great advice. Great advice. Roger, thank you so much for taking time to share with our listeners. Um, I'm sure someone is going to walk away from this. Many people actually will be inspired. Listen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and what we've talked about today, please make sure to share it, take a screenshot of as you're listening to it, whether you're in your car, working out wherever you might be. Uh, if you've enjoyed any of the podcasts up to this one, this one even, um, there's gonna be so many incredible interviews coming up. I'm trying to bring on really incredible people. So um, leave a rating, leave a review. And I'm so grateful that you all decided to spend time with Roger and I tonight. Take care of yourselves until next time. We'll talk soon. Thank you.